What's going on, everybody? Josh Engelman here for AwesomeO.com, and I am back with my NBA DFS contenders on FanDuel for Sunday, April ah, 24th. I almost said 25th. That wouldn't have been the correct date. Now, be sure to hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, and hit the notification bell so you know when everything goes live. Follow me on Twitter, at Josh Engelman. Let me know in the comment section who your favorite plays are, and then go sign up at No House Advantage using the promo code AwesomeO. Get yourself $25 on your first deposit. And we're rounding out the bottom of my top 10 with Tyler Hero, Nikola Jokic, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Drew Holiday, and Clay Thompson on the outside looking in. Who will be my favorites? My top five plays for today? Time to find out. First up at number five, we've got Herb Jones. He's power forward eligible, 4,500, projected for 29.1. The goal is 29.1, and he is in the optimal lineup 41% of the time. Herb Jones is playing a ton. It's Brandon Ingram, it's CJ McCollum, and it's Herb Jones getting the most minutes for the Pelicans. I have him in for 38 minutes. He's a .76 fantasy point per minute guy in this spot. 14% usage, 12 points, five boards, three assists, three stocks, which is the real key piece here. The pace up spot against Phoenix, only two and a half point dogs, so it seems close. All signs to me point to Herb Jones. In at number four, we've got Trey Young, point guard eligible, 8,600, projected for 48 and a half. The goal is 52 and a half, and he is in the optimal lineup 42% of the time. Trey Young, I assume, is looking to get this to 2-2. I think he's going to play 40 minutes. He's up 1.2 fantasy point per minute guy. We don't know the status of Kyle Lowry yet, but that's certainly going to make things better for Trey Young, whether he's in or out, in my opinion. It is a pace down spot against Miami. You never really want to be going up against the Miami defense, but in this case, it's still Trey Young, and he's still just 8,600. 30 real points on 33% usage, 9.5 assists, four and a half boards, a steal perhaps, probably not all that likely for someone like Trey Young. I mean, he averages like one a game. It's fine. Look, I just don't totally understand how he's 8,600. That price tag doesn't make a ton of sense on a four game slate when we know that in a competitive matchup, and we should expect this to be competitive, Trey Young is playing 40 minutes or more. In at number three, we've got Bam Adebayo. He's power forward, center eligible, 7,300, projected for 45. The goal is 45, and he's in the optimal lineup 44% of the time. Look, uh, Bam has not been what I expected him to be in this series, but we did see the minutes go up in game three. So 35 minutes of Bam, 1.3 fantasy points per minute, 26% usage, 21 and 12. He should dominate. We don't know what we're going to get out of Clint Capella on the opposite side here, whether he's in or not, whether he's hampered at all or not none of that's we we don't know any of it but i think all of it is a good sign for bam in the same way the kyle lowry status is interesting for trey three assists two and a half stocks both of those numbers sound pretty good to me again in the competitive matchup you expect a lot of minutes out of bam the fact that you can put him at power forward even better at number two we go to chicago for alex caruso point guard shooting guard eligible 4600 projected for 28 the goal is 30 and he's in the optimal lineup 49 percent of the time 36 minutes for caruso he's a 0.8 fantasy per minute guy and he's just playing a ton of minutes in the playoffs they have really cut their rotation this stat line is almost funny to say 13 percent usage nine points five boards five assists and two and a half stocks he is touching every statistical category like two and a half stocks is no joke on Fanduel. the fact that that is pretty close to his rebounding total is kind of crazy the fact that his points are under 10 kind of crazy but the fact that he is the number two contender because of his price tag because of his position and because of his minutes 
That's what stands out most to me. You can see we actually jumped up in a tier above Bam Adebayo. Now, before we get to that number one contender, one last reminder, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel and hit the notification bell so you know when everything goes live. Follow me on Twitter at Josh Engelman. Let me know in the comment section who your favorite plays are and then go sign up at No House Advantage using the promo code AWESOMO. And finally, on an island by himself, the number one contender is Zach Levine. Shooting guard, small forward, eligible, 6,900, projected for 42 and a half, and that is basically the goal. He's in the optimal lineup 58% of the time. Uh, the $6,900 price tag is comical. He's going to play 40 minutes today. He's around a fantasy point per minute guy. I have it a little bit over that. No Chris Middleton again for Milwaukee. Big time pace up spot for the Bulls. Now, it did not go well in game three. So if anything positive is going to happen for the Bulls, I think Zach Levine needs to wake up a bit. 28 minutes, 29% usage, five points. <laughs> yeah, five points. Five boards, five assists, a little over a stock. This is a spot where you just have to take advantage of a price tag that isn't correct. He should at least be in the mid sevens. That price tag would make a lot more sense. But for now, the ability to put Zach Levine in shooting guard or small forward at a sub 7K price tag, you just can't sleep on that value. He's the only guy in the optimal lineup north of 50% of the time, and he is my number one contender. Alrighty, folks, that will do it. Those are my NBA DFS contenders on FanDuel for Sunday, April 24th. DraftKings version of this video is around here somewhere, so check it out. Good luck tonight, everybody. Win some money. We are back again tomorrow morning for another edition of The Contenders.